0: Hello world. Welcome back to the ignited fortitude podcast. Uh, not with Bobby and Steve, but with Bobby and Deanna and, and our little dog too.
1: (laughs) I knew you were going to do that.
0: (laughs) And, uh, we're actually, uh, recording in our house. Um, this episode was it just, Steve and I did not have any time where we were both trying to get things together and, and able to record. And um, there was some things that Deanna and I had been talking about, how we had wanted to kind of discuss some things. And uh, I guess it just, the Lord allowed it to happen this way. So this is going to be a little bit different. We've been going through this little study of Ephesians, but we're going to talk about marriage and
1: i would like to put in a side note um i was talking to you about things and from from my knowledge now every time i have a conversation with my husband it becomes a podcast episode sometimes yeah so let's not it's not like i was like you know i got a great idea <laughs> no, for right. a show it was like hey learning moment for our marriage and you went podcast idea. <laughs> yeah
0: well, you know, I think sometimes we get conversations just like what Steve and I do, right We have these conversations, and I think it's beneficial for I think other um, people to listen in. I know that I've gained a lot of um, wisdom, wisdom from me th- <laughs> from the discussions that we've had, but just yeah. in general, I think even you know at um, when we have our staff meetings, you know what I mean, and some of those things, it's like man, these are great opportunities to pass some some things on and unfortunately we don't we're not able to record those episodes so mm. so let's talk about marriage but first so we're at our house so there's probably going to be an echo in this feedback and some other things but uh uh we have some lovely candles and we want to give a shout out to our friends from uh, First Roots Design Company we are not sponsored by them
1: yeah we're not sponsored but we absolutely love them yeah absolutely Just-
0: so they made some stuff they made uh they made some candles and and Johnny and Heather and we're going to try to do our best to try to get them on the podcast but uh she makes candles and he makes some woodworking he they recently made us a oven cover that is absolutely beautiful you can yes you can check it out maybe we'll link it up but uh, yeah so brought to you Not sponsored, but brought to you also by First Roots Design Company.
1: Yes. Go add them. Support small business. Go put in your candle orders. Not too many because I have some that I would like to still order. So I don't need you guys selling them out because then I'm going to be hurt and a little frustrated. But. Any gift ideas? I don't know. It's a little close to Mother's Day, but, you know, I'm a mother, so if you would like to get me a candle <laughs> from First Fruits to second, please. I like the farmhouse are you trying?
0: To, are you trying to subtly hint something at me?
1: I mean, you yeah, know, I did get my oven cover. By the way, Philip, um, Deidre wants an oven cover, <laughs> so you better get on that. <laughs>
0: All right. So... Yeah. So what are we talking about?
1: We are talking about marriage, I guess. And what about marriage? Marriage. About what I was talking to you about mm-hmm. with marriage? Yeah, what we you were talking to me about um, marriage. Just seeing some of the red flags and... We were talking about having each other's back. The one good thing about the one good thing, the one good thing about our relationship is how we've always kind of watched out for each other Mm -hmm. because you know from a guy's perspective what I'm getting myself into in a situation with the opposite sex in that sense. And I know from a female's perspective. And so I know red flags to watch out for. And you know red flags to watch out for. And we are currently learning ways to communicate that without becoming defensive or or feeling like we're being attacked. So, I mean, that's kind of what spurred our conversation because you doubted the ability for a woman to be manipulative.
0: Yeah, I did. So not going into too much detail, but just different things going on and, and just seeing some people, uh, some people's marriages getting rocked recently. By sin. By sin. Mm-hmm. And uh, y- you look at those instances and, and you think, how in the world does that even happen? You know, I think a lot of times is you know, and... In, in,
1: That's what you asked me. What's that? How does that happen? Yeah, and I, was... I looked at you like you were insane.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you, you think when somebody's, you know caught in adultery they they something happens as guys we're thinking Oh, you know, it, it went down some some scandalous way in the sense of you, you guys know, are
1: so Hollywood. It's hilarious. That's <laughs> you know, not how it this happens. Dude's working
0: in his office, and all of a sudden, you know, uh, a woman comes in, and you know that's not going to happen. You know that's not that's the impression. <laughs> so when so when you know you're telling me and you've told me in times past it was like, oh, you need to be careful. I was like, are you kidding me? Like this yes. is never going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Like I'm listening to you, or you know, it, it's happening to somebody. You know that's has like this public ministry and it's like, of course it's going to happen to them. It's not going to happen to me. And I would get defensive because then I'm thinking you are doubting
1: you, me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like it's an attack. And, and, to an,
1: and to an extent, I am doubting your ability to see women for what we are. And I say that because I am a woman. So I know what I'm capable of. And just like I had, I made a comment or I said a statement that Most people were shocked at what I said when I told Bobby, I said, pick any guy, any guy, I don't care who it is. And the guy that you would least likely pick to be inappropriate and make sure he knows who I am and knows you. Give me five days and I guarantee you, I can prove to you how manipulative women can be. And I think you were shocked by that. A lot of my friends were shocked that I said that, but, and I wouldn't do that. Please understand. No. But it was just like some the confidence
0: in knowing that that's what a woman can do uh, yeah. is a point that you were trying There's to make.
1: There's a reason that I have not, had an infidelity issue in our relationship in 15 years. And that's because not that it hasn't presented itself. I have not acted on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying in all cases that, you know, poor men, us women are out there just hook, line, and sinking them, you know, but we, we stir the pot. We get everything going. So, cause men, you have too much to lose. What is the one thing men, cannot deal with rejection mm-hmm. you know what i mean like and especially if they're approaching a married woman or anything like that they don't want to be rejected you know if they're they're catching like cues and there's like innocent flirting not that there is such a thing but Let's say they're just flirting or they're just talking or, you know, just being friendly, casual, and he's picking up on the wrong vibe. He's not going to act on that right off the bat because, hey, if I'm wrong, the rejection, the consequences, the backlash, and then he's the problem. Mm -hmm. So men are very very cautious about that. Whereas women are like, okay, I'm going to plant the seed and see what happens. Well,
0: we, I mean, and it's true because even in our relationship, we experienced that because when, before we started dating, you were trying to throw cues at me and I was completely oblivious to...
1: I was on you like white on rice and you (laughs) just blew me off. I was
0: completely oblivious to it. Okay, just. you can
1: go ahead and admit, you just totally blew me off. You were like... (laughs) It's okay.
0: It's not that I blew you off. It's just I did not off. I did not think uh-huh. it, I did not think at all that you were uh pursuing me. I guess you could say. You know why?
1: Cuz I'm a woman.
0: Cuz that doesn't happen.
1: What do that you mean it, it just doesn't happen. It, it just doesn't happen. Well, let me tell you it's been happening lately so. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways.
0: So anyways, but but to the to the The defense of a guy, right? He's not thinking that, hey, you know what? This is is the way it's going to go down. And even if there's like some subtle um, cues, maybe some things that are just like, well, that was weird, Mm -hmm. you know, is that he's not going to pursue it because if he's wrong, he stands to lose all kinds of stuff, Mm -hmm. right? So the point that you were making and making me aware of is, hey, when things go down in that sense... That female is the one that was in control of this situation, in a situation. Yes. Not Mm -hmm. a particular situation, but in a situation. Mm -hmm. More than likely, most of the time. Yeah, because guess what? If the female isn't the one that's in control of it, then it's going to be rape.
1: Yeah. Well, and guys don't... I don't talk to men. You know that. I'm very uncomfortable in those situations. And a guy's not gonna go, man, I really think Bobby's wife was flirting with me. It ain't happening. Like, I don't put myself in a situation where my behavior or my conduct is questionable for that specific reason. I would rather be known as a lot of other names versus, oh, you know, she's a flirt or she is, you know, she's cute. I don't even think half the people in our church know what color my eyes are because I make sure that I don't get anywhere close to people so that they can see me. And for good reason. For one, to respect myself. And two, to respect other women in our church because that's my job. My role in that church is to make sure that other women have strong marriages and they're good and I'm not causing any drama. And also to support the husbands in the church. Like you guys are very visual. A lot of times there's some hangups, there's some sin struggle, there's temptation. The last thing I need to do is cause any issues, whether I'm doing it intentionally or unintentionally. And that's just my personal preference. Like that's what I choose to do. I'm not saying everybody should just go hide in a chair, but... That's what I do.
0: No, and that's the boundaries that you've set up and you've always been that way. Right. And so well, and so our you know, the boundaries that we have set up always in the beginning was, hey, you know what? I don't need to have, you know, especially when we have friends, couple friends, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's no reason. I mean, Pastor Ryan and Michelle are our best friends. I don't have Michelle's number. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you don't have Ryan's number. And that's I mean, we've always set that up where we don't we don't do that in the relationship. There's no reason. Mm
1: Yeah, but I think for for men, they think, oh, you know, because like even with us, we have these boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. And then you become a pastor. <laughs> and then you become the children's ministry pastor. <laughs> and it's like, just put a target on your face and you're going, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, think about it. For women, we're all at that age right now where you know what it's it's attractive when a man loves my kids and he's so great with my kids and you know he takes the time and you're getting paid to listen to people so all of a sudden the man i can't get to listen to me for 5 minutes is now pouring out an hour and a half to hurting people and I hear all the time, oh, Bobby is such a great listener. And I'm like, really? Maybe I should make an appointment. I'm going to call Dana and I'm going to see if I can get in. But no, like, you are now somebody that's sought after because you treat me well. We have a great marriage. Our kids are great kids. Like, I have this amazing dog and this beautiful home. And, you know, you are so good with kids. And, and you just keep making yourself higher up on the I want that list and you don't see that because you know you mm-hmm. you know when I go hey did you did you take out the trash today no I didn't oh okay did you take out the meat no did you go to the grocery <laughs> store no okay well then I'll just do that so you know like I'm not all that special kind of like I know I'm not all that special but when you take yourself out of yourself and you look at the picture, you can kind of see, like, oh, I can see, because no one wants people in the world. Hello, we've all been in the world. Look around. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah, they still live at home with their mom and they don't pay child support and they don't want to hang out with you or your kids. And, mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't even claim their own children. So, for the men in the church, you have these great men who, you know, open their car door for their wife and they are, you know, presenting themselves in this very godly leadership manner. And other women, married or single, may be like, oh, I wish my husband did X, Y, Z. And I wish my husband was like that with the kids. And I wish. And so, it's little things that can stir up. Inappropriate feelings in women or men mm-hmm. that don't belong there, and then when your actions further f- like follow after, mm-hmm. that's when it gets dangerous.
0: Well, especially in those settings, right? Because, um, you know, if it was if it was like an office setting or a worldly setting or um, something outside of that, it, it's going to come across differently. Yes. But within like a church setting or within you know what I mean something that's a- a- along those lines. It's going to present itself differently. It's going to present itself as well. You're just Yeah, you're just res- look at. They're just being respectful. Respectable. They're just being appreciative of you know X, Y, and Z.
1: Yes, but there's a there's a very thin line I think, and it's funny because when. I see a red flag with someone, which has happened a couple times, especially Mm -hmm. recently. And I tell you, oh, did you you see what she said? Or Mm -hmm. did you hear what she said? And you look at me and you're like, what? She was just being encouraging. She was just being nice. I tell the exact same story to some of my girlfriends and they're like, and you didn't hit her in the face? Or you didn't, you know? And it's like, see, why is it that us women hear the undertone? Like, we know what you're saying. We know what you're implying, you know, to say, oh, I didn't know that, you know, I just never see you with him. Like, excuse me? What do you mean you never see me with him? I'm I'm supposed to babysit my husband? Like, no, I trust him. I don't have to be his sidekick. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, yes. I have his rib, but that doesn't mean I need to be on his rib cage, like <laughs> yeah. just give me some space. But the implication was if you guys are good, how come you're not with him? Mm-hmm. And if you're not with him, does that mean, you know, I can apply somewhere? Can I get an application? No ma'am, you may not. I'll see you later, you know? <laughs> And that's, it's difficult. There's, they want to be encouraging to you. Mm -hmm. Oh, Pastor Bobby, you're so wonderful. You're so great. Your podcast is wonderful. You're such a, my kids love you. They hate it when you're not there and blah, blah. And that's wonderful because it's all true. And you should know that because it's nice that your hard work is being appreciated, one. And two, you have to like sacrifice a lot with me and the kids. And I mean, there's a lot of sacrifice that you go through Mm -hmm. in order to provide the service that you do for people. And when they appreciate that, it makes me feel good because it feels like my sacrifice and your sacrifice is being acknowledged. And that I'm grateful for that. But there is a thin line between encouraging and being inappropriate and I don't think it's appropriate to be reaching out to a married man through DMs. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, that's just inappropriate. Like you're crossing a line. If it's personal, understand. Hey, this is the situation. Is there any way that we can, you know, meet up? I can call the church and get an appointment or, you know, whatever. Um, if it's just praise and congratulations and, you know, little sweet nothings. Put it on the page for everybody to see. You know what I mean? Like, don't sneak into the DMs and be like, oh, you're so wonderful. Like, that's just not appropriate. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. I just... I'm, I'm a wife. What do you want from me?
0: <laughs> well, and, and again, you see things from a different perspective in, in knowing how the subtleties of certain things and how they can yes, they can get in. Right, mm-hmm. it, it talks about the, the foxes, you know what I mean, that they go and get the grapes and all that stuff. You know what I mean?
1: Hey, where does it talk about foxes and the grapes? In Song of Solomon. I, I'm not allowed to read that book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Have you been reading that?
0: Uh, I read through my Bible
1: every year. I know, but Pastor Pat says we can skip that book. Uh, no, he does not. <laughs> he does not. Look, I'm not trying to be compared to gazelles. He just said, and he, just said he just said he said he wasn't going <laughs> to open it up and teach it in the church. But, oh, but you're going to teach
0: it now. Hey, you're just, Well, you know what? Maybe. Um, so here's the thing. So you know, the whole purpose of this conversation yes. was obviously we were talking and you were bringing up some things and you were bringing up points to this manner. You know, and saying like, hey, you know, you need to you need to be careful because you're 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 going into things and you're and you're thinking that you're good, you're thinking you're fine, and you're not paying attention to uh, the subtleties. The subtleties, Mm -hmm. right? And you're and guess what? You're walking you could be potentially walking into an ambush because you're not prepared, you're not ready. Yeah. Right. So before we've had discussions and we've had talks before, and it was hard. Because I would come from a defensive place mm. because I felt like you were, giving, you were giving me a frontal assault instead yes. of trying to, to help me and make me aware of.
1: We call you Boot Camp Bobby for good reason.
0: So, you know, the whole purpose of, of, of putting this podcast and just talking about these things like, hey, you know what, what are some things that, that in a what we've done. Right. And and this isn't to say, Hey, this is what you should do, or this is what you're, but you know what, if you're having a hard time communicating with your spouse or, you know, as a guy, if you're feeling like your, your, your wife is coming at you and you think that she just doesn't have faith in you, she feel, you feel like she is, is, is against you Mm. and isn't for you. Like, that's not the case. Right. Cause that's sometimes how the way I felt like you felt like I felt when you would say, I'm not saying that I don't trust you, but I don't trust them, but it, at the same time, I was taking that like, well, if you trust me, then you should trust me. Yeah. And, and not, until, not until recently, obviously, and, and having mm-hmm. conversations. And the way that we communicate, it, I've been more... Um,
1: receptive.
0: Yeah. Thank you. More mm-hmm. receptive to what it is that, that you're saying and being able to not come at a place where I feel like you're coming at, at me, but you're there to support me.
1: Yeah, I've had to do a lot of work on my end. I'm still working, (laughs) ladies. So I have not cracked the code yet, but I'm trying.
0: So so what are some things? So what are like what are what are what are things that you (laughs) I know this dog. (laughs) This is why we didn't do the podcast at one of our houses. Me and Steve both have dogs, so it's like it'd be ridiculous. She's not
1: a dog, she's a person. Oh my goodness. All right. So what are some of the things? What are some what, things?
0: What are some things that are helpful that you, like, that we implemented? have implemented? Yeah, you, that we've implemented. So, like, let's talk about boundaries.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: what are healthy boundaries that you need to have? Like, you have to have that set up. Uh, what are some things to to consider when it comes to, hey, it, interactions from the opposite sex, right? And not so much, I mean, people in work environments, people in, in, in different things, and just, like, knowing, like, hey, be careful when, you know, somebody's bringing coffee for you or when something's, you know what I'm saying? Like being mindful of of things like that.
1: You say that and Dana's not going to bring me another refresher. Stop it.
0: (laughs) Just kidding. So, so first, Hmm. what are some things when you would, when you would see something that you would want to tell me and, and how would I respond to it?
1: Okay. So first my approach was I would witness the red flag And I would see a need for a boundary or a boundary line, which there's two different things, and I would come to you, but yet my emotions were still kind of high because I was a little bit perturbed at what I was witnessing because for some reason, the women that have come into our situation are very bold and very... Hi, Deanna. Nice to meet you. And let me just put this out there right in front of your face. So it's a little bit more difficult for me, I think. And so, of course, I'm coming from an emotional standpoint, and you're completely shocked and appalled because how dare I think these things? And especially, oh, these are church people. These are good people. Like, why would you even think that? Mm -hmm. And you would get defensive for first you would get defensive for the people, which then would send me into psycho mode, because how can you not see what I'm seeing and hear what I'm hearing? And then you're doubting my observations. And my observations are solely to protect your position and our marriage. Mm -hmm. And because for me, I can get over it, but that's that's a huge toll on our kids and our family and our friends and the people that rely on us. And I'm trying to protect all of that. And you're thinking, oh, these people are good people. I don't understand. So it was almost like an attack on me. And then it's now we're just both at opposing ends instead of, hey, we're on the same team. We're protecting what we've started. Like I have your back, you have mine. And you know, let's move forward in a positive manner to glorify God because that's what our marriage is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And there is a threat in anything if we're not being, you know, if we're not observing, if we're not paying attention, if we're not communicating it properly.
0: Well, and I think if we're being too, also if we're being too naive to think that ah, uh, it's I like that happen, word, right? That it's never going to, it's never going to happen,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Because. It it can happen to anybody. Yeah, right. It can happen to anybody, and so you can't come from a place of of, of thinking, being overconfident. Yes, and thinking like, no, I got this. I got it under control, and everything else. And because it, we have an enemy that knows our weaknesses, we have yeah. an enemy that knows how to play the game and how to how to move pieces in, in a particular direction. Exactly. You know? So. Um, so when you would come and you would try to
1: I was emotional
0: you were emotional mm-hmm. so and so I'm not listening to what you're saying you're I'm listening,
1: listening to how i'm saying to how you're saying it. I know
0: <laughs> so so how how do you like what would your advice be to a, a wife out there?
1: Um, well, what I've learned for myself and what works for me currently, I don't know what's going to happen in two months, but currently, um, I take myself out of the emotional aspect and I wait. Um, if it is very emotional, um, I let Bobby know, Hey, there's, you know, I'm seeing some stuff that I'm really not understanding right now, and you and I are going to need to talk about it. But let me get out of my emotions first, and then we can talk about this because I don't want you to feel like I'm coming at you as an attack, or um, I'm accusing you, or I'm, you know, putting you in a in a poor light where I don't respect you or honor you. So give me a minute to sort through what I'm feeling, and then. I'll bring it to you because at the end of the day, I know that you're not going to act maliciously and if I'm like, "Hey, that girl was hitting on you," you're not going to be like, "Score. Okay, I'll see you in about 4 hours." Mm-hmm. So, I know that's not your, you know, that's not your personality. That's not something that you would do. It has nothing to do with me. That's just not who you mm-hmm. are but i do see some red flags in the way people are either approaching you or talking to you and it's not it's not you know becoming mm-hmm. so i'm trying to get that across second i need to make sure that i'm clear on what i'm trying to say men need very clear precise <laughs> I'm learning, ladies. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I can't give a 45-minute story about what happened to two people that have nothing to do with the conversation because Bobby's done. Like, he checked out at, hey, we need to talk. (laughs) So I have to come at him with, hey, um, you know, you and I have each other's back, and you always point out things that you know i need to be more conscious of so i saw something today in that woman's behavior that i would appreciate you being more conscious of um she came in a very flirtatious like you know kind of disrespectful way in regards to our marriage and i know that my husband's f- like first priority is does our marriage glorify the lord period so he will check his behavior and mine if it's not becoming to the Lord. So that's what we do for each other. And if I'm clear and I remind him that this is not about him, that I don't, I'm not attacking him. I'm kind of just pointing out someone's tone or their behavior. And I lay it in his lap and I go, and I know that I can trust you to just be aware and i walk away there's no reason for him to be defensive mm-hmm. he's not feeling attacked and i was clear on what i was trying to say that is like the biggest thing i'm learning just sure. be very clear
0: yeah in being clear and 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 the approach on your clarity right cuz your clarity if your clarity is like hey you need to right then yeah. then when you're being super direct like that I'm already gonna be from a defensive position regardless.
1: Boy, I'm I I have so many rules. I need to start <laughs> writing them down. Yes. That I have to be very careful in my wording, my approach, the time of day, whether or not I'm wearing sandals or shoes. <laughs> no. But it's true, and that's why it's so funny. Oh well, y- Hey,
0: you know what? And in mom? Sorry, that's just the way it is. I know. <laughs> for
1: all the ladies that are coming for my husband and his DMs, come on, because I'm getting really exhausted. <laughs> Where's my help?
0: So what are so what are some things that, that I have been able to do? Because before, you've communicated with me, right? And then you felt like I just completely disregarded what you had to say.
1: Mm.
0: Whereas now I'm more... Uh, receptive of what you're saying. And I try my best to take it for, for what it's worth, for what you're saying and not just dismissive, Like, okay, cool, whatever. And then go on. And then you're like, no, I don't think you get it. Mm-hmm. Right. So what are some things that I have done that helps you, mm-hmm. right. To be able to know that I'm, I'm not just hearing what you're saying, but I'm listening to what it is that you're saying.
1: Well, in our marriage, I think God has a huge role in that because you're more of a prove it, show me the proof. I need to see it. You can't just tell me. I'm not going to go off of your word. Don't yawn. I'm going to yawn. Don't it's go. my bedtime. I know mine too. Don't you know? You have to see it. That's that's your thing. So prayer has been a big help because God, unfortunately, has been revealing that everything I say is right. <laughs> (laughs) So you're learning that, hey, my wife might know a little bit about what she's talking about. So maybe I should, you know, heed some of the things that she says.
0: Bring the Holy Spirit into it and not try to be my Holy Spirit.
1: Well, you know, yeah, I had to ask the Lord to do that because I got tired of (laughs) having to chime in. But sometimes your Holy Spirit contacts my Holy Spirit and says, hey, Bobby's not listening. So can you, you know, do something about that? Which is not fun, by the way. Yeah, But... Yes, you have um, seen, you've been very open to looking at things that I have called out before they happened or put a red flag in the book and then it does come to pass and you're like, oh, okay, well, Deanna called that, so maybe I should you know, pay more attention. Sure. And I think also um, me softening my approach to you has allowed me to stop being a interference in what I'm trying to convey like I I have a tendency to interfere in in my own message getting across because of my behavior or my actions mm. or my tone or what have you and so with me being able to lay down hey this is clearly hey this is what I'm seeing and then back off, it gives you time to actually process so that I'm not doing the thinking for you. Sure,
0: sure. Um, What are some other things, like, uh, for people in their, maybe not so much our relationship, but other people that that you think that, or advice that you would give Mm. to somebody of whether um, your boundaries, what are the boundaries that you have?
1: My boundaries are kind of steep.
0: They are kind of steep. I'm grateful for them. I know you are. Grateful for them. But but you know what? Just share where your boundaries are.
1: Um, My boundaries are, um, <laughs> even if it's the bug guy, they no man is allowed in my house without my husband here. Even if they're dropping something off, even if they're very close friends of ours, they do not enter this house without you present. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't speak... To men, I don't speak to a lot of people, but preferably anyone's husbands. I don't need their phone numbers. I don't want them to have mine. I don't need them to contact me. They don't come and seek me out for counsel or advice, or probably because I don't have very good advice, but that's okay. Um, I just don't. I don't associate with them. I don't. I'm very careful about how I word things and how I talk to. Men, and mostly because of how much I value the marriages in or in and around me and mm-hmm. our relationship, whether in the church, outside of the church, you know, family, you know, friends of family, I don't want somebody to get the wrong idea. So I'm very much, Cold, I guess, and that's kind of that's kind of sad sometimes because that's not how I intend to be. But I would rather have very rigid boundaries and not need to apologize to anybody because I don't owe anybody an apology for my behavior toward someone else's husband. But I don't want to have to apologize to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or for to have to apologize to the Lord and repent for something that could have completely been avoided. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize what your sin ends up doing to so many other people. Like, you think it's just, oh, it's just me, or it's just, you know, me and Bobby, or it's just, you know, my family. It's so many other lives that are affected by just selfishness, and it's like, it's not worth it, Mm -hmm. you know? So, I don't know. I just feel like I have really strict boundaries, but you've always been that way. Yes, always. You've always been that way. Um You're also cute, so it makes it kind of easy.
0: So kind of closing this out, yes. Um you had recently kind of guided a friend yes. who was trying to who was trying to get an encouragement towards their husband. So like kind of going not not within the realm of, of what we're talking about, but just some practical things of of how wives can communicate, mm-hmm. right? And then I'll give I'll give one on 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 like how I know I've fallen short, and how I just recently was helping a buddy communicate to his wife because she was in need of help, and I think that's where a lot of uh, like the miscommunication happens, right? Where it's like I am being helpful, she asked me to help, and and I'm being helpful, and it's like. Mm. <laughs> But you're, you're not. You're, you're trying to help out in your way, yes. and that's not helpful for her. Yes. And I think the same thing for, you know, like in your situation, for the way that you help somebody address an issue with their spouse. They thought like, well, why don't they get it? I'm trying to tell them. I'm the, I'm telling them what to do. And it's like, yeah, but you're not understanding what you're saying and how that's coming across to, yeah. to, to your husband. Mm-hmm.
1: So... To not go into too many details, um, my friend was trying to communicate a need for intimacy with her husband. And, you know, she came off very much nagging and very motherly, which. We are mothers. If you're a mother, you're a mother. Like, we Mm -hmm. don't know how to turn that off because there is no off time. I'm a mom at work. I'm a mom on Monday. I'm a mom on Sunday. I'm a mom away from my kids. I'm still a mom. And husbands are very much break it down for me, Sesame Street style. So we have to sing songs and use puppets and come up with these, you know, fun little ditties so that you guys feel like, oh, okay, I get that. Like that's because we're so all over the place and we're, you know, jumping from one situation to another. And she was trying to communicate her need for him, and to have that closeness and connection with him. And the way she was going about it was very not... It wasn't communicating that at all. It was communicating, I'm mothering you. I'm telling you what needs to be done. Why aren't you doing this? And it was, in the long run, pushing him away further from what she was actually trying to achieve. And I basically told her... Okay, so why do you why are you on him about this? Like, what 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 do you want? And she's like, I don't understand. I go, What do you want? She's like, Well, I want to be intimate with my husband. And I go, Okay, so tell him that. She's like, I don't know how to say that. And I go, What do you mean you don't know how to say it? Write him a letter. Write him a letter, letter, you know what I'm saying? Like we're talking about a dude here. Like get get creative. Write him a letter. Tell him that you need him and that you need that closeness and, you know, get descriptive. That's fine. I said, but the better the better. Like get get in there and get to work. This is your husband. Like and once you realize, "Hey, I'm really complaining about our need for connection because I want To feel the way you make me feel. Like, hey, that's beautiful. Tell a man that. Ladies, go tell your husbands, I need intimacy because no one can make me feel the way you do and we're going to have some 2023 babies is what I'm saying. (laughs) But seriously, like we make things so difficult sometimes because we're in mother mode and we're in I need to get this done and this needs to be a priority and why aren't you doing this and please get this done and sometimes we just need to shut our brains off because then we're closer to thinking how men are thinking and then just go for it
0: because yeah, you know in the approach of of we need to be more intimate and why aren't you this it's like you're, you're like,
1: basically <laughs> taking away his manhood like the one thing He thinks he does right. You just told him he's not doing right. Yeah.
0: And and then to that degree, it's like,
1: well, now I don't want
0: to. You know what I mean? Like, now you're like pushing me away from the very thing that you're actually
1: wanting to accomplish. Write the letter. I'm telling you, it works. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, children.
0: (laughs) So, um, and then and then what happened? So you told her what to do?
1: I told her what to do. And she
0: was she was hesitant. She was, very she was like, I'm going to say those things. Most are not women gonna...
1: are when I give them advice because I'm coming at it from a man's perspective mm-hmm. because I have a giant man husband <laughs> who is helping me learn through my failures that hey, it's not as complicated as you're making it. Like, get to my level and let's go. And so I'm learning. Mm-hmm and I told her and I said if you need to have a glass of wine I mean loosen up a little bit just do it and it worked she wrote the letter and she was so nervous he's going to think I'm crazy like he's going to think I've like completely lost it I've never done anything like this and you know it really helped and she saw a very positive change and she was getting the affection and attention that she was longing for and there was no fighting.
0: Well, and she, and in that process, what she was really doing was, was building him up. Yes. Right. Because now, you know, cause she had talked about his response and now he was like, you know, thank you and.
1: Yeah, thank you. I feel, you know, I feel confident. I feel good about myself. That made me, you know, made me feel good and, you know, we are supposed to be building our house, not tearing it down. Uh-huh. And with women, we don't realize that that's what we're cuz that's not our intention. Like my intention is not to rip apart my husband and we don't see it as i'm being disrespectful i'm being condescending or i'm hurting him or you know i'm stripping him of his manhood you know because we're thinking you're the best thing in the world you know you just need a little guidance here and there and, and in instead. the process
0: you're emasculating
1: yes yeah. yep and that's never our intention mm-hmm. you know cuz if i intended to we wouldn't be yeah, yeah, for sure. wouldn't be a discussion you'd know mm-hmm. so and that's most women, and it stinks because it's like, without realizing it, we are like setting a flame in our marriage that we can't put out because we don't even know where it started. You know? Yeah, because
0: even in, 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 there you go. Because even in even in the process of of something in that degree, where it's like, hey, I want more intimacy, and then the approach on the wife can could right can. Push the husband away. Yes. Right? Where which what she's wanting in that, the very thing that she's wanting to do is to, to bring it in close. Yeah. Right? And then in the process of, of the way she's approaching it, it just puts more distance in, in between them. And
1: then the anger sets in because it's like, what do you mean I'm pushing you away? That's not what I'm doing. And Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, you know, um, build your husband up. Yeah. Right.
1: And write him a letter. <laughs> like just be really clear about what you're wanting. If you're going to your husband and it's like, I want more time. I want more time. I feel like I am the very last thing on your to-do list. And this is a family. I'm very guilty of saying things like, um, excuse me, Pastor Bobby, you know, we are your first. Ministry. I'm just letting you know. And if God came down and said, Hey, Bobby, how you doing with that first ministry? What grade would He give you? You know, sometimes that's how I would word things. This is why we have marital <laughs> problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is probably why no guys have come on my way. But like, so, Hey. <laughs> so anyway. So, but, you know, they've, I've, approached it in a way that was not so flattering. And of course, Bobby's like, I'm going to spend time with you if that's how you're going to act. And then I'm questioning his role as the leader in my home. And I'm not... Trying to attack that. I'm trying to be like, hey, just a reminder when you're out there saving the world, you know, you got a family here that's being neglected. And I've been quiet for, you know, I don't know, seven years. And I was just wondering if maybe you could make some time for us at some point. And What am I asking for in that moment? Why do I want time with him? And come from it like, man, don't you remember that time when we sat up and we were doing 80 songs, lyrics, and we were just joking the whole night and laughing like, I miss those nights. We should try to make time for one of those nights or something soon because I'm really missing you. Like you're my best friend. You know what I mean? And then he's not feeling attacked. He thinks he is something else. Like, man, my life just cannot go on without him being part of it. And he'll be more willing to make time and because I put it in such a positive light, instead of going, "Hey, check your first ministry. God gave you an F. Like you're failing. Go, go save the world, buddy. Like <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know how life is in about four years. You know, just change your approach, and it'll change the outcome. I think.
0: Yeah. So that's on on the wife's end. Yeah. So recently, I had a buddy, and um,
1: his wife friends. Yeah, I got friends. Well, just a few.
0: <laughs> just a few, and uh, he had come and he was talking about some struggles that his his wife had, and with him, no, oh. she had in general. And yeah, she she has some anxiety issues and mm. and some things, and um, so she's seeking to get help. She's seeking to get some some uh, assistance and some some care, you mm. know, and. Um, but the anxiety, and I think this should probably have to be a, a different episode talking about this because, uh, but her anxiety is, is, has really affected her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, been
1: there. Yeah.
0: And so, and, you know, I, I've talked to him about it and how you have anxiety and things like that. And, and so he's like, dude, I just, I don't know what to do. He's like, I don't struggle with those things. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have those issues. And so I don't understand like the things that she's saying. You know what I mean? And he's like, I'm trying to help, but, you know, I, from my perspective, I, I can't relate to it. And I'm like, dude, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about, dude. Because like, there's so many times that, you know, my wife has said, you know, X, Y, and Z. And it, dude... It, no, tell him what you say. Tell him. Get over it.
1: And what else? You got to get over it's it. It's all in your head. It's, I know it's mental illness.
0: <laughs> it's a mental illness. Of course it's in my head. Right? And, or uh, you have anxiety. Anxiety doesn't have your Oh, own,
1: right? that's the one I don't like.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, So, and that was... 100% the wrong approach. Uh, yeah. Right. And going back to, you know, the way that we communicate in the way, and I'm thinking, hey, you know what, when, when I'm feeling weak, <laughs> when I'm feeling like this stuff is. My is,
1: life is it, a boot camp, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
0: when I, so when I got, you know what I mean? When I got this stuff going on in, in, in my world, you know, what, I just, you know, white knuckle it and bear down and grin and you just got to get over it. And mm-hmm. that's the wrong approach. Yes. And, um. And so I told him, you know, listening to him and he's like, you know, we, we made these appointments, and this is going on, all this other stuff. Right. And, um, and I want to respect as much as I can. So I don't want to say too much, but you know, it, and and I told him, I was like, look, dude, in order to help her. Cause he's like, how am I supposed to help? I I have to work. I have to do this. I have to do that. And it's like, dude, she's not telling you not to do those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and one of the things that I know that was most helpful for me from somebody telling me was, Hey, you know what? Your spouse has anxiety. And she does not want to feel that way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, mm-hmm. like you know... I-
1: This is not a choice, especially in my life, because I don't get a bad day or a sick day. I get a, you get up and you continue, push through, you can do this. It's like, yeah, I feel like I'm listening to Jocko Willink or something, you know, encourage me to get off the couch and shed the blues. Like, what do you have to be sad about? Like, I'm not sad. I'm anxious. (laughs)
0: So, oh boy! So it's a learning process, right? I know. So, so the, the, that's the wrong approach. And, and so, talking to him, it's like, look, dude, you're not helping. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you're actually. I said because here, here's here's in, in that situation, right? Like, you're seeing things. She's coming to you and saying, like, these are the things that I'm struggling with. This and this and this. And you're looking at it. You're like, dude, that's not even happening right now. Like, what? Do you, like, what is going on? And I said, from your perception, you see things, and you. And you're right. You hear, you see a clear sight of, of what is going on and that's not at all what's going on Mm -hmm. and you're trying to convince her otherwise. Now she's on the opposite end, struggling with certain things and she can see to her, it's as real as to her, those Mm -hmm. things as you seeing, you know, the other side on, on your end. So for you to try to convince her is the same as her trying to convince you of what's going and you guys aren't able to, to mesh that through. I was like, dude, you need to come from a place where it's like, Hey, you know what? Um, I coming from a place of, of being sensitive to, you know what? I, I don't know what that's like, you Mm -hmm. know, but how can one, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And what can we do? Um, you know, and, and I told him, I was like, Hey, you, you know, make an appointment. Make an appointment because uh, he she had scheduled an appointment and it you know like it got put a month out and then when the appointment was going to come it was going to be another month out you know what I mean and said so it, instead of just allowing her to to have to deal with this. You go and find out, you know, find out what your insurance is, is able to cover and go make an appointment and then let her know like, Hey, I made an appointment for such and such a day. I'm going to take off work that day and I can go with you. And I said, just try to do these things where she feels like you have her back. Mm -hmm. And even though she knows that you don't
1: understand it.
0: Yeah. You don't understand it. You don't feel the way that she feels. At least you're there to support her and, and being able to help her in that manner of, Hey, let's just get the help and care that you need for yeah. that instead of, Hey, you know what? It's not even happening. Like, what's well, wrong? cause we
1: already feel crazy. Right? Like, I mean, I know that's not a proper term, but we already feel like I'm an outcast. I'm different than the rest of people. Like, you know, especially for me with OCD, like people, everybody thinks they have OCD, but they don't. But you know, like I can't drive because I start panicking Because I think I hit somebody and even though I know I didn't hit anybody, my brain is telling me I did and I'm panicking and I'm sweating and I come home and it's like my brain keeps telling me, okay, that's what you just did. Look at what you just did and I can't shake that and then I have to do compulsions and There's nothing normal about that. There's like, I have common sense. I know, like, this looks absolutely insane. People do not get me. What am I supposed to do here? And I know you're looking at me like, I don't, I was in the car. Like, what is she talking about? So it already, there's a stigma. And when our spouses or our family look at us and go, you know, it's all in your head, or just let it go, or don't think like that. Yeah. Or the scripture abuse, like, you know, you're be supposed to ask for, the, for nothing. Or ask the praying. Lord yeah. to capture your thought. I, look, look, I find you how to capture my thoughts or ask somebody to capture that would have been done a long time ago. But also learning about your spouses, like What is anxiety? What does it look like? What are the symptoms? What are their hangups? What could be potential, you know, um, other different symptoms? Like with OCD, I have a hard time with um, planning you know things have to be overly planned millions of times i'm not good with change don't change things like it's sad when i walk into my therapist's office and they're like okay listen we changed the office you're going to be okay before you, come in. before you come in and i'm like wow i'm really that bad and then i get in there and i can't focus because the office has changed and even though she told me i can't handle it but Bobby would have issues because we would have a trip planned or somebody surprised us with a trip and it's like, this is a trip of a lifetime and I can't, I'm so excited and here's Deanna. We can't go.
0: We, there's no like way. Days, we're not going. Days before we're getting ready yep. to leave.
1: I've changed my mind. We're not going. Or we make plans. We're going to go meet these new people. I don't want to meet new people, but we're going to their house. I don't want to go to their house, but and, they're great people. I don't driving. want to. And then I start crying. I'm not going. Was that the dog? It's a dog. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going. You can just let me out right here and I'll just walk home. And he's like, what's wrong with you? I can't do this. Like, It's too much for me. And he is like, you are the most introverted extrovert I've ever met in my life. And I'm like, no, I have mental health issues. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why God made me a pastor's wife. So I don't know why God made me a wife. Sometimes,
0: but yeah, so there's this uh, this passage of scripture that I think I know has been super helpful for me, and it's in uh, it's in First Peter chapter three, and and Peter's talking to the husbands, and he says, in the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives, treat your wife with understanding, as you live together. She may be weaker than you, so she may be the weaker vessel. But she is your equal partner uh, in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should, so your prayers will not be hindered. You know, and um, you know, living in an understanding way. Is, so, in 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 order to live in an understanding way, I need to understand in, in what sparked that is because of what you said, right? When when you said that you had anxiety, you talked about OCD, you know, I thought, like, what are you talking about OCD? Like, yeah. what, is that why you're so clean? Is that why you have the, you know what I mean?
1: Organizations.
0: Yeah, sales. and that's, and that's you know, a, mis, a misconception of what OCD is. is it, yeah. it might be part of it, but that's not what it is. And it wasn't until you told me about, you know, like I get these intrusive thoughts that I can't shake. I can't, like they just come in and I can't break.
1: And they loop, yeah.
0: You know, and, and it wasn't until you said, like, look, I've, I, I've had these struggles and I've had these things and you've never taken the opportunity to look into it mm-hmm. to see what it is. Right. So I just was watching your behavior and just thinking like, dude, it's so wild. It was wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that is my fault. And that, that is wrong because it, it, that's where Peter's saying, Hey, you need to live in an understanding way. Like, Hey, and, and it being the weaker vessel, I've mentioned it before on the podcast. It's like, Hey, you know what? If, if something's more fragile than, than something else, it, it doesn't mean that it's it's uh, less valuable. It doesn't mean that it's um, you know worthless. It it, it it means that you know what I need to make sure that I protect it and I don't put more pressure on it because it's more fragile.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and so like I'm calling i calling
1: sh- my brain fragile. I'm calling Valdez. you
0: fragile. <laughs> I'm calling you fragile, right? But yeah and here's the thing, but it says the weaker vessel, yeah. right? Yes, so that's insinuating it's not so much that you're weak and I'm strong. it's saying, Hey, you know what we're both weak and out of the and out of both of us, guess what? you're weaker, so yeah, I, I, I have my own weaknesses as well. Yeah, you know and that's why us you know talking about you know the way that we approach one another the way that we handle things hey i'm going to come from a defensive position yeah so you need to be mindful of that mm-hmm. right so when you and say i've had to <laughs> yeah yeah but well i mean it's just common sense like if yeah. you're going to correct anybody mm-hmm. it doesn't matter even when you correct kids it doesn't matter if you say hey you need to stop you need to do this automatically that person's going to come from a defensive position yeah but when we say hey what ended up happening here what, 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 what was the question and you're you're coming from a place of you know what maybe maybe I misunderstood or maybe I didn't clarify what I I meant by saying you know X Y and Z so how about can you explain what happened here or whatever else you know what I mean because mm-hmm. then it's coming from a place of you're you're taking the brunt of it yeah and you're allowing me to to express uh, what it is that's going on without coming from a defensive place
1: mm-hmm. you know I would just also like to apologize to my husband for having to have this dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the dog crying in the background. Oh, my goodness. Stage five clinger. Well, yeah. I don't know how long we've been going. We've been going for quite some time.
1: And we've been rambling.
0: We've been rambling for like 56 minutes.
1: So Yeah. You
0: know. So I think this is a good place. Hopefully it was helpful, guys. It was a... Uh, Kind of a last minute thing. Um,
1: yeah, did, because Steve decided that it was prom again. Like he didn't get enough prom time when he was in high school. <laughs> He's got to relive it. So congratulations for prom 2022.
0: <laughs> so it was a busy weekend. We got a baptism tomorrow. Um, yep. We got all kinds of stuff going on. So guys, this was like, we were trying to scramble, wanted to put something out. because we hope it, there was some kind of nuggets that you got out of this that was beneficial for you. And uh, We had fun. Uh, I have fun. Yeah. It's
1: always good times. I'm going to go write you a letter now. Yeah.
0: Ow! (laughs) (laughs) That being said, on that note... We're out. You want to pray us out? Yeah. Pray us out.
1: All right. Father God, we come to you and we just thank you for the opportunity to use us in this situation where we can bless people with our cheeky ways and our laughter and our, you know, nuggets of wisdom that you've bestowed upon us through our trials and our failures and our mistakes and our tries again. And I just thank you for this marriage. And I thank you for the opportunity every day to learn something new so that I can be a stronger, more godly wife and a better helper to my husband who works very hard and is very dedicated to you, Lord. And I pray that we can come alongside all those marriages that are new, that are old, that are struggling, that are happy, that um, just wanted to laugh at Bobby and my failures. <laughs> just, We just want to come beside them, Lord, and just thank them for sticking it out and doing the best that they can in a world that's kind of dark, Lord, and they just want to glorify and honor you. And it's not easy, Lord, but we come together as a family and support of each other and just remind us that we can do this, As long as we have you at the forefront, as long as we're coming to you for strength, Lord, and as long as we are, you know, protecting our boundaries and our boundary lines and the way we approach each other without emotional, you know, just dropping emotional bombs. Lord, I just pray that you be with us and remind us that this walk can be fun and it can be enjoyable and filled with peace as long as you are at the center. And it is in Jesus' holy, mighty, and precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's go.